At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 269. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Miguel Kaplan. Ooh, you can find me at turnersparks.com. I'm in New York City all this summer. I'll be on tour in the fall. If you come to New York, check me out. Follow me on Instagram at turnersparks. Come to my shows, all the tour schedules at turnersparks.com. You can follow Kaplan, find Kaplan at Kaplan America on all social media platforms. Kaplan, today we're talking about El Salvador. Um, There's a lot going on there. Their president... Uh, millennial cool guy, cool dictator, the world's coolest dictator. We talked about him once. The before. world's coolest dictator is uh, making moves down there <laughs> to make, clean, making cool moves to clean up gang violence, and it's a bit controversial. So we'll get into that in just a minute. But before all that, uh, Kaplan, Patreon.com, folks, we need to cr- crank that up a little bit. What's our we need, Cap? We need to come up with a new thing. Like if we get to five hundred dollars, we do something specific. Yeah, I we we do think we're going to throw a party at the Friars Club, and that. Oh yeah, it. we were supposed to do that. That never happened. Omicron is the reason, but we'll ah, do it. Ah, <laughs> so maybe let's get back up to four hundred. When we get back to four hundred, we'll throw we'll throw a party. Although we what were already a, supposed to throw a party. What about if you are the person who puts us at four hundred dollars? You get to be Turner's new director of security. Because comedians are getting Dave Chappelle got attacked. His security came flying in yesterday in L.A. with like some badass. You know, they took they took care of business. You need a guy like that. So maybe well, we it should wasn't hire one guy. I, so Dave Chappelle was at the Hollywood Bowl. He got uh, he got attacked by an audience member. Twenty security guards ran on stage and then they dragged this guy backstage and apparently included on the ass kicking were Jamie Foxx and Buster Rhymes. <laughs> they're in the, they're they were in the backstage team. as well, and they also claim they beat this guy up. That's awesome. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's what we need. It should be all of our patrons. It should be Tug. It should be Sugar Tug. Brady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scoop, <laughs> is he still around? <laughs> we just If you donate $10 a month, you become part of the posse. Linda <laughs> Van Dam, month. Gary Sparks. <laughs> My mom. Uh, you <laughs> might Cap need some better mom. people. Dennis Owens. Go to yeah. Patreon. Oh, Drew Fralick would be good at beating people yeah. up. He's a minister now, so he oh, can bless them before he kicks their ass. <laughs> last rights before he kicks their ass. You go last rights. We're now murdering people backstage. <laughs> well, well, protecting free speech. Go to Patreon.com slash Lost in America. Protecting free speech at all costs. For $5 a month, you get bonus episodes. Cap and I doing our full throttle comedy podcast a number of times a week. This week, we have three coming out. So get on now. You get three episodes. Also, for $10 a month, you get a number one in Armenia. 
a t-shirt. We went to number one in Armenia. One in Armenia. Everybody yeah. knows that. We made t-shirts and mugs. Made mugs. Kaplan, for all of you watching on YouTube right now, Kaplan's holding up the mug or watching us on Twitch. Comedy Hub on Twitch. Shout out to them. Um, and for $20 a month, you not only get your own ad on this show, but you become part of our posse and you can beat people up in the backstage <laughs> at, at any show. Whoever you want, just come backstage and start kicking ass. Even if it's like the opening <laughs> comedian or something, I don't care. Or if it's someone who didn't laugh properly at one of Turner's jokes, you just yes. beat them up then. <laughs> just yes. turn the tables. <laughs> <laughs> we got to strike first. Strike first on this audience. Yeah, you beat <laughs> yeah, them we up. We decide they... somebody's going to be offended ahead of time and just start beating them up. <laughs> that person looks offended. I can feel it coming. Let's just beat them up, dislocate their arms before this show this, begins. Or do a, a stylistic slap, whatever you got. Yeah. We're learning from uh, Naib Bukele here that this is how you're supposed to do you it. We get right? behind this. We're going to talk about this. Yes. Which let's get into that now. So, yeah. Kaplan, uh, uh, Gabby Rivera is here. I don't know if we mentioned that. So, she's going to be our guest in just a second you know her she's been on this podcast before we love her she's fantastic she's based in uh san salvador in el salvador she's a stand-up comedian there and um but before we bring her on cap what do you know about what's going on here with um with uh el salvador and the gang problem i know that there's been a state of emergency for i believe over a month now um, and, and because of a rising violence, he declared a state of emergency and he arrested, uh, I think 22,000 supposedly suspected gang members. Yes. Um, and most of the, I mean, about half of them, I think were freed, but he's been holding a lot of people without any sort of due process or, so some people are saying he's sweeping up, he's sweeping up people who maybe aren't guilty. They might have a tattoo that looks a bit like a gang tattoo, but it's not quite the guy just had a bad job. Bad, bad Wait, he's arresting job. people with gang tattoos. He's arresting people who, if they have tattoos that are of the symbolize you're in a gang, he's arresting them. But my uh, problem is, what if you go to the tattoo artist, you don't know what you're getting. You're like, that's a cool. I saw some guy wear that. And he just got it. Well, That could be an issue because I saw a, a picture you had up the other day of your son who just had his 10th birthday doing an OK sign. He was. And a lot yes. of people thought that was a white white power sign. He was coming out as a white power, a white as nationalist you, at age 10. 10 year old. Three years before son. his bar mitzvah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, three years so to correct you're that. right. A gang tattoo could be confused with it. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things where the, I think the trains run on time. People are happy because it seems like from our reading that about 90 percent of the people are are uh, supporting a lot of these measures because there's a lot of I guess there must be a lot of violence. That's what we're guessing. So, well, there was yeah. so March 27th, I read is when this all it all kicked off because 62 people were murdered in one mm. day on March 27th in uh, El Salvador. That's and just so like the, Chicago once a weekend here. But so yeah. the president, well, they only have six and a half million or six million, uh, six and a half million people in the country. So I did right. the math. So I the, the news I and more people are getting arrested every day as suspected gang members. So a week ago, they said 17,000 were arrested. And so I did my math based off of that. Now it's up to 22K. But let's just say 17,000 were arrested, but there's only six and a half million people in the country. So if you put that into U.S. numbers, that would be like the president arresting 861,000 people as suspected gang in a, in a month, in a month, which is yeah. pretty impressive. That's um, impressive. And, you know, we, we talked about on, on our Patreon show this week that Long Island City has an F rating for crime. Your neighborhood, uh, my neighborhood where I live. Yes. Yeah, so I would say. We have worse this, crime no, violence than Compton, California. We yes, that, that's the type of stuff we go through on the Patreon show. But I would say that they this this they pre arresting all these people, they might have got an F too. If you're getting 62 murders in a day, that's probably earns you an F. So I could see why he'd be motivated. 
So you want everyone in your neighborhood to be arrested as well? Is what I the Yenta Pack. I speak for all of our our people in our neighborhood. Yes, we want we want them to come in, Mayor Adams, and sweep in. How many do we have to arrest in New York to equal that many thousand? I don't. Do I can't do the math that quickly. I don't know. <laughs> we'll I'm no mathematician. I'm a just comedian. come in and sweep up everyone with a tattoo. I'm anyway, anyone with a tattoo goes to prison. That's I've been in favor of that my whole life. No tattoos. Running on here. city council. That's his platform. <laughs> New platform. Uh, okay, so the two sides, one side is saying uh, there's a lot of human rights organizations saying, hey, you're arresting all these innocent people. And then there's local 91% of uh, El Salvadorians are saying, no, it's good. We need people. We need this. Gangs have gone too far. Yeah, Gabby I saw Rivera, one. Oh, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for coming. Uh, how did we do on that synopsis? Well, pretty, pretty good. I would say it's um, as you were saying, there's two sides. So I really don't know what to think anymore. So I'm really happy that we're going to get together and talk about this. Uh, but pretty, pretty good. Um, how do you say summary of what happened? Mm, look at that. We did yes. a pretty good summary. Get so, smarter. Let's start here. Um, what is it like to live like so we have gangs in America. But they've never felt overwhelmed. I mean, I'm sure if you live in certain neighborhoods, they can feel overwhelming. But they don't have they've never had like genuine rule of the country. We've never had gangs have been isolated to certain neighborhoods. And I'm sure it's awful if you live in that neighborhood. But for the most part, you don't really feel it. And it's never there. have rarely been neighborhoods where the police or the government is afraid to go into because of the gang. What's it like in what's it been like in El Salvador for the past? Like, I don't know. We, we read that a lot of this started in the early 90s. Yes. I've, I mean, I'm also going to talk about what I've read throughout my whole life. And yeah. the gang phenomenon started after the Civil War. Uh, it, it's actually said that during the Civil War here in, the, in El Salvador that started around it's difficult to say, but in the 80s was very, very hard. Um, so people went to the U.S., you know, they emigrated. They went to the U.S. to, to escape from, from the war violence. And then they went, like, to L.A. and, and some, I don't know exactly where, but, but these people, like, they were Salvadorians that didn't find their place in the, in the neighborhoods. And they, they started, like, the gang started in the U.S., so uh, after the war, this or I mean, throughout the 90s, some people were deported. And then that's how the gangs started, like being stronger um, in El Salvador. And I also would like to point out that the reason that they are that, why, that they are so violent is because we're like we're kind of used to the violence. I don't want to say that because it's not like no. it sounds awful. Yeah. But throughout the war, like you could see a horrible crimes happen. So when the gang members came back, like they were like, it's always said from people like since I work in a call in different call centers and I, I meet a lot of people that were gang, gang members in the US, um, but are no longer gang, gang members here in, the, in El Salvador because they say like, no, here is really tough. Like here is really violent in the US. I was just like dealing drugs and, you know, like in a gang and here, like you're hardcore. So in America, they're posers. Huh? In America, they're soft, the gangsters, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. It's really hard here. Uh, they do horrible things. So uh, that's what it started in the 90s. And to, to answer your question, like, how does it feel like? Like, throughout my whole life, I like, people have this fear, like, like you say, to going to different places. 
And, and I can also say that, again, throughout the years, to give you an example, when I uh, when I was a church member, we had people in the church that live in, in dangerous places, but we could get in, like we could get in there, like with the missionaries and we can go to their houses. And then as the year passed, they were like, no, look, like I need to come pick you up because you cannot just enter this place. And then later on, they were like, please don't come. Like, <laughs> so you can really see, like you were saying, like how they control the territory. And I, it's, I don't know, like to what extent is that is happening now? Cause it's like you said, those territories are controlled and, and usually the police couldn't come in. I don't know what happened. Like right now it feels very different because they're saying like, now, like the police has the control, you know what I mean? Like instead of the gangs, now you have to go through a, through like a, like a police control. Like they have soldiers and policemen in the entrances of this communities, like checking everybody and, and seeing if they can arrest somebody or if they have anything wrong with them. So when the police, I mean, when the gangs would run a neighborhood, uh, and if you don't know the answer to this, that's fine. But did they uh, like, would you, would they, would you pay taxes to the gang or like how, how deep into the neighborhood did they get? What did they control? They control like hospitals and schools and, and the uh, money and businesses. Well, from my reading, <laughs> they control yeah. the, all the illegal trafficking, like drug trafficking, People, I don't know how to say in English about people tra like they control human trafficking, human, human trafficking, trafficking. Yeah. and they also, yeah, like you say, they also tax you. Like there's a thing here called renta. So if you have a small business or if you Protection. have anything that, that that gives you money, like you have to give money to them. Like I don't know how much money they ask for. If it's some people say like it's so much money. Like I have a small store or I have like a small restaurant. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that they would do. And they would also like, I think it's more about people say that it's more about the, the control of the drugs and the drug trafficking. Um, and they also like, if you are from another place, like they check allegedly, like all of this is just things that I read. Um, if you have, like, we have our, like our ID. So they always check your ID because if you're from a, another place where there's a rival gang, then you're going to have a problem if you go to the other territory. Um, so, yeah, I, I, from what I read, through, it seems like they have a lot of control of, over the territories that they control. So if you had a small business, you had to pay like a protection, basically paying for protection, like in The Godfather, kind of like you just pay. Like, like very much like in The Godfather, just like that. And allegedly I want to talk, I'm talking like I'm in, I'm in court. Like, I don't want, I didn't say this. I didn't <laughs> yes. see it. Allegedly. I'm just relating to you. You've heard. Yeah. We only <laughs> need your, what you know, what your experiences are. What you've heard. I know. I know. Do you have to, do you so, have to black uh, out her face and put a, change your voice. <laughs> so this type of thing, like you hear so many stories, um, you hear like big business, like for example, Coca-Cola, like here, like they have they, their trucks, they have to pay to get in. Or if you have, um, like a cable company and you want to go to a place to sell cable, you have to pay. Like they, you hear all type, all kind of stories. Um, so it's really like a known thing. And I also know from personal experience, for example, I had an uncle of mine, he had like a, like not a really small store, but he likes to do most of his business. Like, I don't want to say secretly, but he, he 
buys things in bulk from China and then he resells them. <laughs> but he doesn't even like to have like a sign on his store because he doesn't want to be called. Like they are always looking for whom to call and tell like give us money, you know. Wow. Have you ever been affected? Because I was I did I was doing comedy in Mexico a couple months ago and the show I did in Playa del Carmen was free. And they said the reason why and it was like Americans running it. They said the reason why it was free, they used to charge money to come in. They did one show where they charged money and they made a bunch of money. And then the second show, uh, the, the gang showed up and told them they had to pay them all the money. Well, <laughs> they were just like, oh, you're charging tickets? They're like, yeah. And they're like, cool, we're the gang. Now give us all the money from your tickets. And so Sounds from then like- on, they just did free shows and they do like a tip thing at the end because the, if they advertise it's free, no one shows up to take the money. The gang doesn't has, take tips. Has it ever affected comedy in that way? Never, not really. Like in, in my in my life, not at all. Like I only have stories from from other people, but they've, I've never been affected by that in that way or our comedy shows or anything like that and and is it um it's it's like pockets or have they ever controlled the whole country or is it just like pocket like neighborhoods and different pocket different areas well it's it's actually yeah as you say like pockets and very like you were saying like um like neighborhoods where most of the people live like maybe middle class or lower class is more affected. Um, where I live, allegedly, they they the the whole place is run by one gang by one gang. So that's the reason that there's no violence because like they are all the same gang. That's what I've heard. And some people say like in that other place, Santa Tecla, for example, they only have they call it well. My sociology teacher used to say like that's like a sleeper. Like everybody there is from the same gang and they just live there. So that's why they don't. But usually um, where where they are fighting for territory, like if there's a place where they're they are fighting for that territory, then that's where you're going to see the most violence. So I, I don't think that it affects like like upper class people, especially because um, here in El Salvador, like there's been throughout the last maybe 15 years like this. I want to call it fashion. I don't know how to call it, but it's like people are starting to close up, like gate. Everything is gated, gated, gated. The place where I live, again, it used to be a street, like a regular street. And it looks so ugly because they put one gate at the beginning and one gate at the end. And you can really tell like this place was not supposed to be gated, but it's now gated. It is a gated community, we call that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, 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 after the fact, like I will right. be happy. <laughs> <Those are> plans. <laughs> it's like a city street. We just need that here street. in Long Island City. We're just stick a gate up. But you should do that. You should tell James Kaplan. That's yeah. the move. <laughs> stick a couple of gates up. It's, okay. it's so ugly, and for the traffic, it's also very like some. You're you're used to. Um, there's so many places where you were used to be able to go, and now it's like that place is gated. Like it doesn't even make sense. Um, and of course the places that are planned and upper class, they have like, it's a suburb, like, like when you, like you see in, 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 in American movies, like a suburb, like you have security and the more money you have, the more security you have. I have, uh, I know of people and I'm impressed because they live in a gated community. And then when you get into the community, each street has another gate oh, and all the way layers. up to the Double gated the, community. So the richest people have the most security. Is that how it works? Like yeah, that's how it works. The more gates. More levels. The more gates. 
All like the way it. to people having their own security at their own house. Like it was in way. the security community. So they don't even trust the other gated community people. <laughs> exactly. You don't even trust them. That's um, a real challenge to try to kill one of those people. You got to like, if you're I will say I did a, um, well, yeah, it could be an issue. I, I remember I did a country club one time and I will not say where it was, but they told me that before I went on stage, they said, hey, don't do any jokes about gangs because a lot of the people who live in this suburb, like this country club community, are the leaders of, of Mexican gangs. Oh, oh. That's, yeah. That's another thing that I sometimes think about. Um, I went to, well, I don't know if that has anything to do, but now that I'm older, I think like I went to a German school. So I think like they always have like this social social commentary about everybody or about everything. So I had a teacher that was like, yeah, the people that are stealing, but you don't think about the white collar criminals. And I, I always like, you know, like the, the more you I, I think about that because I had a I had a like a person in my church that was on TV. And then like throughout one period of government, like he had so much money and he went to church with like two more cars with security. And now he's like a, like a witness living in the U S and so, but like you're saying, like the more security they have, I'm like, do you have anything that you're keeping from us? I mean, all the mafia heads of the mafia, like you've seen Sopranos, they go to church. They all have the priests and everything. Yeah. yeah. Dave yeah. Chappelle's security team could, uh, that's where they got their training in El Salvador. <laughs> so you're saying, and then this all started with, which we had read the same thing that you're saying it all started in the nineties when we kicked the gangs out of America and they came back. to America for training those guys. Right. And then we kicked them out and sent them on their way. Yeah. <laughs> and they went back to El Salvador and started these gangs based off what they learned. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Our fault once again. <laughs> so, now the president, the cool guy, millennial Bitcoin president, his hat's on backwards. He comes around <laughs> and he says he's 40, I think, right? Years he's old. 40, he's yeah, 40. now he's 40. He's a and millennial he's decided president. he's going to get rid of the gangs. And the first thing he did allegedly was make a deal with the gangs. We've heard these are rumors. He might have done this, but a lot of people think he did. I think the U.S. government even put some of his his team, his cabinet on san- in sanctions or on sanctions because of allegedly doing this, making a deal with the gangs to say, hey, let me just pay you some money and stop killing everybody. And okay. I don't, frankly, like, I don't, is that, is the, that the worst idea? <laughs> Was it, are those the terms? We'd have to know the terms, I think, to know yeah. how much money they got. I mean, how much money or what, the, what they're still allowed to do. Are they still allowed to do in other desperate crimes? situations? You're like, just stop killing everybody. What do we need to do to have you stop killing everybody? Exactly. And so he did that. And then that seemingly didn't work. That fell apart in March or sometime of this year when they went back to killing everybody. And so now he's arresting <laughs> everyone. Right. That's that's it. I mean, from what I've read, like from the like all government after not maybe not all but since the since the gang issue became a problem like a really big problem um like different governments have tried to negotiate with them allegedly um but we can like there's really strong evidence they say about the last two governments before this one and then this one they say that they also negotiated with them um allegedly again and that's just like you're telling them perfectly like on on the day that everything happened there were so many 
like so many people were killed that some people say like what happened like didn't they have like they're trying to send a message to gangs or did something fall through that they don't have like a deal anymore and then at midnight on that day they did like this um midnight i don't know like the regimen deception like like you were saying like they did this uh, they declare this thing, oh, a like, state of emergency state of emergency oh, okay. they declare it and they started to arrest every not everybody but like a lot of people so <laughs> they didn't arrest before what yeah was so the quite- state of emergency from what i've read and you can fill in other things what it did it gave the government like oh all power uh, way more powers yeah. to be able to arrest people um they could arrest now people as young as 12 years old for being gang members and, and, and count them as adults i believe it even says right yeah I think so. Yeah, they can also arrest uh, anyone just based off suspicion. They don't really have to have proof. Um, They don't have to have a warrant to get into the home, to go into someone's home. They used to have to have that. Now, under this special state of emergency, (laughs) they don't have to. They also, the person doesn't have the right to a lawyer anymore if they get arrested. Um, Mm. And also... The they can be arrested. They can go to prison for up to forty five years for being a gang member. And then if any media interviews a gang member to oh, give the their side of the yeah. story, the media members can go to jail for ten to fifteen years for doing the interview. Um, and 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 so most people are happy about this. Let's first of all, like why ninety one percent of people are happy. So approve, yeah. Approve, approve of this. And I guess it's based off this long history, but why, why is that the case? Why do people approve it? Um, I, I, I believe the same that you do. Like they are, were very, they are very tired of all the violence. Um, I think that people that don't approve it are very few. Um, and it's like, it's the human rights people. Like in my heart of hearts, like I'm happy quote unquote, that this is happening. But in my, my, in, and deep in myself, it's like, oh my God, like, 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 this is not like, this is, this is wrong in the sense that we need to have like a, like a trial, like evidence, like, like, like crimes are not like, I think for example, like, like what if somebody did like, there are different crimes other than being a gang member. So maybe exactly. one person yeah. deserve more time than the other. I don't know. Like I, I only think about uh, democracy. I don't know. Like, I think we should, but most people like they hate them. And somebody was saying like, in, I, I believe that to be in a gang, you have to kill somebody. So you can really say that everybody's a murderer. Whoa. So in that That's sense, the initiation like, process, there's no, yeah, there's even the 12 year olds. Jesus. I don't know, like back up, like a long time ago, there was this very famous case of uh, like a 15 year old that killed a lot of people. So I don't know if they still do that, but from 10 years ago, I read that you have, like it is known that you have to kill a person to become a gang member. So you can say that everybody's like murder. But a lot of the people arrested are maybe not gang members. I think is the issue we, that's because they're just sweeping For example, up. Yeah. Like, there's been a lot of talk about that too, about that some people are not gang members. Do you know anyone know. who's been arrested? No, I don't know anybody that's, well, I know to, I know one person, but I don't know it personally. It was um, 
a friend of mine told me like, do you think you're, well, it's a long story, but my mom also worked, worked in call centers and she had like a lot of friends that were deported, like, like people that used to live in the U S so some of them, as I was telling you, were gang members in the U S but no longer here. And they like when you think about it, they don't have a criminal record here. They 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 like you have you haven't committed a crime in El Salvador, etc. So one of that my 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 friend told me like this person got arrested, and I think your mom knows him. And my mom was like, yeah, I know him. Uh, he used to work here and there, and he's now arrested when allegedly he hadn't committed any crimes here in El Salvador, and he had like a. He had all his papers in rule. Um, I don't know why, like, I don't know how, like, how, how is he gonna be charged for what, you know? Um, but there's been like more than one of those. Like I've heard about two people and I don't know them personally, that they work at call centers, they were from deported from the US and in the US they were gang members and now they are in jail when they haven't really committed any crimes here, maybe in the US, but at this point, everything is so, like you were saying, like everything is murky um, because you don't really know. And the spirit of everybody, like you have no idea how how much people hate gangs and gang violence here in El Salvador. So that's why I think they have such a high approval of the measure, like, and I don't know, like, Maybe it's just my 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 I don't know my my uh, the fact that I that I'm a psychologist and I, the college I went to, but I do feel like maybe I mean for example they say like we're not gonna give them any food and they're gonna be sleeping on the floor and I'm like or maybe my Christian heart is like I don't know I mean like even the worst people I I I don't know but most people are happy about it and they don't mind that. I mean, of course, there's going to be a human error. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I even I, saw that there was a mom who had, whose kid had been mistakenly arrested. And she said, I still support it, even though that was he's innocent. I still support this. We need to clean up the gangs. So it does seem that it must yeah. be a really I mean, what was like, like a typical day must have been just so terrifying, I guess, to do certain things that they want. They support this. I think for a lot of people. Uh, for most people is very terrifying. Like people there, I think there's levels of how the violence affects you. Like some people are directly affected. Like they have to pay things. They are not able to get into their homes without gang members. Like, like they see them every day, blah, blah, blah. And then we have other people like myself, like are always thinking about that, always paranoid, always checking everybody on the street. So everybody like they don't like them and what you say is true some people even if they have been affected by the measure they still approve it um and i just feel like for example like right now they're gonna build two more jails and i don't know like to which extent can we like is this gonna be like i i think in my heart of hearts like if is this gonna be um resolved by just putting a bunch of people in jail or is this going to be worse uh, at some other point you know because i don't know yeah it's it's hard i mean if it's we can't judge at all because we're in a country where gangs exist but as you said they don't i've never really felt scared about gangs and 
as Kaplan said, he lives in the worst neighborhood in America. There are some neighbors in New York and Los Angeles and Chicago where I would say this is. Well, we just stay away. We have the luxury of just staying away from those neighborhoods. Us do have that luxury, yes. Yes. And in like the middle to upper class neighborhoods, you're never the police run the streets. The gangs don't run the streets, you know, and um, I, I don't know anyone who's ever had to pay that I know of who's ever had to pay a bribe to a gang to be able to continue doing their business. I don't live in a neighborhood like you said, where like, well, one gang ran, runs your whole neighborhood. So for now, it's fine. You know, um, right. There's no civil liberties anyway, because the gang is taking them away is, is basically what you're saying. In these situations. Yeah, so, so it but, would be I could see how it would you would say finally they're doing the government's doing something about this. Um so in your life you've lived somewhere where there's one gang. First of all, are you do you feel nervous at all about even talking to us about this? Um uh, a little bit. I mean, I I like I were telling I like I was telling you before we started, like I start to feel like there's a lot of there, like the things that are moving forward, like the laws, like they did, like one thing that they did with the state of emergency is something that they could do anyway, because we live in El Salvador, but now they can like listen to anybody's phone. They can, like you said, they can come to your house. So you start to feel like, um, not like uh, if they never change that back, like, are there going to be, is I feel I, I think about Nicaragua. I feel I think about other countries that I know where where people's like I I sometimes feel like something starting that is gonna go to an ugly place. Like right now, it's not so ugly, right? Uh, but it could get there um, because pretty much the president can do whatever he wants because the whole um, the whole assembly, like the whole the whole representatives of each, like he can vote whatever law he wants. So he has the Congress and, on his side and he that. took out the Supreme court basically. Right. So moved. that's interesting, Gabby. I was actually asking about, do you feel nervous because the gangs, but you're saying yes, but you feel nervous because the government. <laughs> so I feel nervous because I, I think that they're having so much power. Uh, and I, I, I also feel nervous about the gangs. Because yeah. I think that they are just arresting their soldiers, so to say. Like we were talking about high-profile criminals, and so um, I, I I don't know who's gonna. I mean, I know their bidding still needs to be done. I don't know who's gonna do it or under what. Like I I don't know I I don't know. Um, but I I feel worried. I mean, when I think about it, like I I also don't want to go back. You know what I mean? Like. I also don't want to say, oh, no, don't arrest them or, you know, like, don't don't change anything. Um, but it also feels like. Like there's I don't know, everything is so crazy, like I, I'm afraid of the changes, I guess, like they're happening so fast with this precedent. And, and, and I'm so used to living in this country <laughs> that I think like it's. I don't want to like it's a negative thing like you don't think that things can go right you know what i mean like i don't mm. i don't think that things can go right but i hope i hope for the best i hope that everything gets better and we finally can get rid of that problem and 
and children in the future don't belong to to gang structures, you know. Well, we should say, and we need to take a break in a second, okay. Kaplan, but we should say that he's set. So the original uh, the state of emergencies was 30 days and now extended it. he's gotten Congress to extend it by 30 more days. So it's just like us with COVID. We'll yeah. see. where. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Exactly like us. Cap, let's take a break. Uh, We are part of the world's smartest podcast network, everybody. That is us, the Lost in America. That is uh, Dr. Andrea Andrea Jones-Roy and the uh, Majoring in Everything podcast, still waiting for an invite. Mm, And that is the Political Orphanage with Andrew Heaton. Check out all of our shows. World's smartest podcast network.com. Everybody's got good guests all the time. So subscribe to all those shows, leave reviews for all those shows. And we should say he's not on the network, but Drew Freilich has a new show. I don't know what the name of it is, though. Oh, that's a great plug. Yes. (laughs) Do you know the name of his show? (laughs) I don't either, but we're going to learn it for next week, Drew. I promise you. Well, uh, I think it's Drew Topian something. Oh, oh, yes. There it is. That sounds right. It's something <laughs> around Drew. Just search Drew Freilich on on uh, iTunes, I guess, and find that. And leave a review for him, too. That's it, Kaplan. And now a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you very much. Keeping the lights on over here. Yeah. So um, what... Oh, what's going on with Bitcoin? Should we talk about that? Last we left off, your your currency, Bitcoin had just become an official currency of the country, but it wasn't the only currency. You could still use other forms of currency to get around. What's it like? How often do you use Bitcoin now? I've never used Bitcoin in my life. And oh. now, never. You didn't I, even well, use the free money they gave you? That was like a year ago or so. <laughs> I think we had you, um, or nine months ago, maybe when you were last on talking about Bitcoin. I I downloaded the wallet because, and I mean, this place is crazy. I'm telling you, whatever topic we, so the president, well, I don't know if the president, but the government, um, they built, they built a pet, like a, how do you say Like, yeah, like a veterinary hospital for dogs, vet, cats. Yeah. Snakes, yeah. I don't know, whatever. Animals. And in this place is called Chivo Pets, it's like the wallet. And then oh, it's you, sponsored. <laughs> if wait for it, if you go there and have a service and you pay in regular dollars, you pay like whatever like regular prices, like fifty dollars, twenty-five dollars. But if you pay with your Chivo wallet, you only charge a quarter of a dollar. So twenty-five oh, for service. I'm gonna bring Whoa. my dog. Pancakes Kaplan has all sorts of ailments. I'm gonna bring her down to El Salvador, <laughs> get some Bitcoin. So <laughs> I I downloaded it because I like I like my I didn't like I, I, to me it was like whatever. And then my mom was like, I went to Chivo Pets. And, you know, they gave our dog like like this pill that is like twenty five dollars and it was only a quarter of a dollar. And then he had this like they gave my mom's dog arthritis medicine. They gave him like a, like my dog takes more spill, like my mom's dog takes a lot of okay. a lot of pills now. And then that's why I made my own like I, I did uh, download the wallet and then um, made a like an appointment for my own dog. So, and the funny thing is my mom was there and she was like, there was a dog coming out of chemotherapy. And I was like, they're doing chemotherapy <laughs> for dogs. I do physical so, therapy for my dog. So I- <laughs> <laughs> so 
I think maybe, I mean, people are using it there. I don't know if there's going to, the government or whomever, because with this Chivo wallet, they say that is public funds, but it's a private company. I don't know what's the deal with this hospital, but if they keep, if they kept on doing that, maybe people will use the so wallet. I don't know. Here's the idea. That's smart. We get, we need the government because the government's clearly somehow funding this vet, this vet hospital. So, to to try to encourage people to use Chivo Wallet, which is Chivo Wallet's the government run, and to catch people up who didn't hear the last episode, Chivo means cool. So it's like the cool wallet, the cool way to spend your money is through Bitcoin. It's a millennial says the, way. Says the millennial dictator. So <laughs> the president. cool dictator. It's a cool yeah, Chivo dictator. Uh, and so Chivo president. So we need to do this with comedy. We need. Do you know anyone in the? My brother told me that he knows the vice president of El Salvador. Oh, vice so we need to get a meeting with him and can maybe this is the episode we get hit. We convince <laughs> him to subsidize comedy. So he pays you to do comedy. And but then that way, when people come to pay to watch the show, they can pay with the Chivo wallet. And it's like a 90 percent discount to watch the oh. show. But, the, but who cares? Because yeah. you're getting paid by the gut. Now you're an employee of the government. Yeah. And all the all of the material we write from now on is like, whoa, isn't the president so cool? Like, that's the joke. <laughs> isn't you it? Know? We want more people in jail, isn't it? We want more. Yeah, it's all like pro-government comedy. <laughs> well, we can, no, definitely. They, they haven't come up with anything. We could do like, yeah, Chivo comedy, maybe. Chivo comedy. Chivo comedy <laughs> hour. Sell out. Sure, the Chivo comedy seller. It's only jokes about how great the government is and how Which great is, Bitcoin it's, is. It's great. If you're getting anything from this, it's a great government. It's a great place. Uh, everything is perfect. And every day is even more perfect. Oh, this is the we'll cut this, this is, and we send it to the vice president. And That'll we make fun clip. of people who like dollar bills or use currency. <laughs> These losers. losers. Okay, boomers, boomers using yeah. currency. <laughs> a bunch of boomers with their credit <laughs> cards and their bills. Yeah, this is. Do a you guys have idea. like does okay boomer translate to Spanish <laughs> in El Salvador? Yeah, how do you say that? What they do you call that generation? Boomers. I don't think like boomers are like my mom, right? Like 19- yeah, but I mean, it's all based off of World War Two. Bo- I don't know. Yeah, how uh-huh, were- exactly. Like born yeah. after. Were you involved in fighting World War II? II? They didn't have a baby boom, I guess. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, they, all people, like, no, they don't have a phrase for that. They, they call all people. Let's call them old. Rucos. And then. Rucos. Okay, if Rucos. you are, like, 45, <laughs> like, like, if you like Nirvana and things like that, like, they call 45. you Chalo Ruco. Oh, that's Chaplin. Right. I'm 45. That a Chalo. Okay, Chalo I, I like Nirvana. Nirvana's <laughs> taking fire now. That's old man music now. Miguel, like, his Spanish name is Miguel Chalaruco. Miguel Chalaruco. I gotta practice that for when we're there. No, but the boomers are way older. That's like my parents. They yeah. listen to like Buddy Holly and exactly. oh, wow. Buddy like Holly. the Supremes and things like that. Yeah, the Supremes. The Supremes. Yeah, that's a good one. Led Zeppelin is my dad calls Led Zeppelin acid music. <laughs> that's too modern. That's too new for him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't listen to your new bands. <laughs> Uh, my gosh. Well, so yeah, but- they said a third, a third of the people, um, this is how bad the gangs must've been. A third of people approve of torturing of gang members. Yeah. Well, the, I, did you see, did you see the, uh, the president was posting pictures? Oh, are you there? Yep. 
Oh, yes. No, I saw the president was was taking to Twitter because he's a millennial and he was posting pictures of these criminals being like frog rocked around the prison and tortured and like showing off like which which is something even Trump never did like that when he was on Twitter, like so showing off at how good he is at torture. I, I, yeah. So that really means like you could post anything at this point. I feel like it's inappropriate if you get if the president could to- post. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, the numbers don't lie. So they said in in 2015. Now, he only took office in 2019, so he can't get all the credit for this. But in <laughs> 2015, they said there was six about six thousand six hundred homicides, murders in El Salvador. And then in 2021, there was 1,100 down from 6,600. That is good. That is results. That's making a change around on time. So that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. So, so when that's is why- his next election? Do you know? <laughs> uh, 2024. 2024. But we're and- not going to have that. We're not going to really have an election, right? For I, we don't need, I, we don't need that. I mean, at this point, like you hear rumors, and I don't think these rumors are true, or maybe they are. And if they are, they are awesome. Um, like maybe <laughs> his wife could run, or maybe uh, they can do like, I don't know if he's gonna like, like, I, I, I think that he's gonna have so much approval that he can do whatever he wants. Like right now, he's at ninety. One ninety, what even he has said that he has ninety seven percent approval. For example, for the gangs, it's up to ninety seven percent. So I think when the time comes, he's gonna be like, "Let's do me again," and people are gonna be like, "Yeah, we approve." That's gonna change the constitution. Yeah. So right and, now, is it one six year term? Is that what the president's allowed, or or what are the rules? Oh, maybe I'm no. It's one. No, I have one. Only one term, and one it's term. not like the U.S. You can only do one term, and then you have to change. Yeah. yeah, but I like um, the wife idea. It's a real glass ceiling. It's, it's to a Michelle Obama. Be, to have your wife be your figurehead. It's a real progress. Some people like, like at this point, I don't know what to think, but there are some Facebook groups that I've, like, I've heard that. I read that, like, like her, like his wife being the next president. And in Nicaragua, that happens. Like you have, well, in Nicaragua, it's way worse. I mean, it's that has nothing to do with El Salvador. It's a really like a, like uh, leftist government for yeah. a long time, authoritarian. So they, I think they do one, one his wife, one the like Ortega, and then his wife, and then Ortega, and then his wife. I think. And then his brother. So <laughs> they are both in power. My um, brother knows a couple of those people too. Yeah, Turner's brother, I think, is in charge. <laughs> made that happen. They is don't like him. No, no, no. They don't. They don't like him. <laughs> Asian baby face. In Nicaragua, they're not fans. I think in El Salvador, he they're, they, he's, he's much more weird. popular. Yeah, he's more popular in El Salvador than he is in Nicaragua. That's so, a great. Uh, it's just sort of like trolling the people who are concerned about human rights and, and or civil liberties when you do that. I like it. It's a, just, and and you think it's like I think I'm as I for maybe it has to do with the fact that I I know a lot of Nicaraguan people. For example, in Nicaragua, which is just not right next to here. Um, for the for the elections, like they arrested the other candidates, and I have friends of mine that when they speak ill of the government, like they've been in jail. So I think, like, and and then I think about El Salvador fifty years ago, sixty years ago, when we also saw this kind of of thing happen. Like I feel like in my generation and the younger people, like they've never seen that. They've never seen uh like journalists get arrested or or people like like the like no no democracy no, nothing it's been like like 
there's no follow up. You only get ran, you get like random treatment since they, since we haven't seen that in our lifetime and other people don't even know about it. They don't think that it can happen, but I mean, it could happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. It happened next door. Um, and it's, I think it's, is it from the, so something in the 80, it was the nineties when the government changed. Is that right? 1992. Yeah. Is that After, right? 1992. Yeah. After the civil war, um, much like Colombia, like they gave the guerrilla a party. I mean, it's not the right way to say it, but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. there was a, a, a like there was a guerrilla that was called FMLN and they were like the ones. And then after they did like this peace agreement and then you have your own, political party now and you are going to run against other parties in the election so the first two elections were uh were won by like i want to say like a right-wing party um it was called arena and then after those two uh, maybe more no let me think maybe more it was Cristiani, Calderon Sol, no, maybe three or four times. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then after that, finally, the political party, like the FMLN, like they won. They won the, the government and then they won it again. And after that, like they, all of those parties stole so much money. Like we were coming back to how Nayib was elected. Yep. Like they stole so much money. They did so many wrong things that the people, when Naive did his own political party, they were like, I would vote like much like. He's a new ideas. But he was all middle. I I get the feeling that sometimes we vote just for like, you don't love the candidate. You just want to have something else. You just hate everyone else basically more than anything else. So that's how he got elected. And on top of it, like, well, he was very smart because he started with, as we talked before, he started with, um, how do you say, like being a, uh, like municipal, like not Community a, or, a mayor. Organizer? He started a like mayor, a mayor. mayor. Yeah. So he did very good job as a mayor. So people were, and he got really good publicity for it. So on top of everybody being tired of the other political parties, he he also did a great job as a mayor. So that's like how he won uh, the presidency. And and I think most of it is because people like, like we were saying, like they are tired of everybody and they feel this like deceited by like like the other parties lied to them. For example, this party that went from being guerrilla, like with the people, whatever, like when they were in power they when you find out that they stole a lot of, a lot of money like they've ha- they they behave like politicians right. behave you know yeah. what did they um, used to do about the gangs the other parties in the past when there was violence well they like, had deals allegedly um but not so i mean when you look at the numbers i don't know how successful the deals the were, deals didn't so. include murder apparently so uh-huh, i don't know if i mean the, some 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 journalists say that from like all the way from Arena, like the the right wing party, they started negotiations with the gangs, and I like Im- imagine that. Ima- I mean, for on the one side, it's like we were saying at the beginning, we just need to them to stop killing people. But on the other hand, you're legitimizing them as a like a force, like a, like much like when the guerrilla, like you're saying, okay, you exist, we're gonna talk to you, 
And that gives them power because now right. I can kill people or not kill people. And right. I know you're going to be listening to me. Yeah. yeah. Terrorism works then when you're negotiate. Sure. That's it. Crazy. Well, uh, it sounds like, I mean, he won't have to, if he were allowed to run again, which he's not, but he would probably win. And so then if his wife runs, she'll probably, he doesn't need to rig anything at this point. He's just like super popular. He can go back and forth. You say you're saying like she can go and then he can go. And yeah, I don't know. I I don't know, but I know for sure that his party will win. I mean, I mean, I don't party because I live in a bubble. Like, believe me, all that I read, all that I know, like all that I hear from my, the people that I know, they are against him, but Oh. I know that out there people love him. Yeah. So it's not like a traditional, like in America, left, right. Yeah. It's more of like, is it more of an age thing? Like older people like him or people are more affected by the violence? Or is it money? Is it what you have? If you, the wealthier you are, the less you might need him. Right? It's, right. it's an excellent question. I think yeah. wealthy, wealthy, wealthy people, which we have, of course, mm-hmm. they are just, you know, they run with any government. Like for example, um, the, the party, like, the candidate for the right-wing party at Nayib's election, he owns a supermarket. And now he's like, yeah, of course, I'm going to put my ads on Nayib's uh, like paper. Like they don't care. Like in my heart, yeah. I know that they don't care. They just want to like, is money flowing? Where can I do my business? And then when you say if it's generational, I think younger people, they are with him. My my mom, it's a boomer. Like my mom is not a boomer in the sense that she was not born after, but my mom was born in 51. Oh yeah, it's and a boomer. He, she and she loves him. She loves him. Like she loves it. And she used to be very left wing when I was like when she was bringing me up. Um, and now she loves him. I think it's a mix. Like there's something for everybody. There's people that are tired of the old politics. There's people that I appreciate what he's done in regards of he when he was a mayor in San Salvador. He had this publicity thing, but it was real at the same time. It was called like one day, like un dia una obra. So he would do like a good thing every day. I don't know how to call it, but one day he would like um, put put like pavement. I don't know how to say, but on one street. And then the other right. day he would do the signs. And then the other day he and he was always uh, one thing doing the things and then publicizing them. But I I know like um, but real things that affect real people. It was smart. Exactly. Like, like he was things. like. A lot of people said, like, I, I didn't care for him, but now, like, this street didn't have cement for the last 20 years, and now it has. And when the when when the pandemic came, um, like, for example, like, I cannot deny it. You know, everybody's been vaccinated here for free. If you want to have a vaccine, you can get it. I know for a fact that you can, like, whomever wants a vaccine, they can have it. Like, he's following, like like the craziest guidelines in the sense that I qualify now for a fourth shot. I, I haven't taken it, but I could if I want to. Um, and then when the pandemic, like they gave everybody food, like door to door, they came to your house and gave you food. Um, they gave a lot of people like $300 a month, like they, like for, because they were not working and there's so many people, they say like I, any other government, like there were hurricanes, there were, uh, earthquakes and we did it. We never got this kind of help. I, myself, when, when the pandemic came, like there was this thing like, yeah, you should, uh, write to, I don't remember exactly how, but you should write an email to this person because they're giving out money for artists. And I was like, 
do you really believe they're gonna give me money? And then I did it and they gave me money and I was like, like, why are you giving me money? Wow. Like I'm like That's amazing. So yeah. You so they've done some it. things well, is what you're saying. Like, yeah, like so they're doing well, our mayor's out at the Met Gala and doing whatever. <laughs> they're doing so, a pretty good job. It's on the, go ahead. I just, just want to say quickly, like on the other hand, you have economists and other people saying like we're in debt. Where is this money coming from? Blah blah blah. But I think people, like day to day people, they don't think like that. I, they I just think like. Yeah, I saw that the Bitcoin, they need like to sell these bonds and no one's buying them and the country might default. I don't understand what any of that means, so I can't go to, <laughs> I don't know what bonds are, how they work, but that's, you could have some feel... long-term economic problems, so. <laughs> so. Yeah, who cares? But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you feel like the streets are safer in the last month? Have you felt any difference or can you tell? I, I, I always, uh, fortunately, I always feel safe in my streets. Yeah. I, well, I never go she's out. She's in a gated community. She's in the back of the gated community there. She's the number <laughs> no, one. Listen to me. I never go out in the streets without my husband or my dog. And I, I don't think I want to go out alone because every time I go alone, it's more like street harassment than mm. violence or anything like that. Uh, but I've heard <laughs> from people like that, that. Do they do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very well I hear for them. from people that, that it's a lot safer. I, I, I wouldn't know, but... You hear like this stories that people are feel safer now than before. I mean, somebody is in jail, you know, like like yeah. Right. If you have twenty two thousand people, if a lot of them are are dangerous, you know. Yeah, you got to be nice. A few eggs to make an omelet. It would be nice if the people had real trials. I would. I would go on record. I would but it, say, but yeah. it, I can see the pluses too. As someone who my dog is useless, she's in a wheelchair. She can't protect me, so I'm I'm terrified walking the streets. You're out here, there on so. your own. I'm out there on my own, and they're whistling at me too. They're doing that. Sound. <laughs> I was getting the. Ks, ks, ks. I get. Oh, I get it all day. <laughs> but uh, I mean, awesome. he. I I saw the. You know, so it sounds like because. There are human rights groups are giving him a real hard time. And I saw, I don't know if you saw this Turner, but the human rights watch wrote a whole report, a scathing report about this. And he shot back and he just called them the homeboy rights watch. That was his uh, <laughs> very, very Trump. Like, so you, I read that and I think he's kind of a clown, but then you're telling me the government's actually pretty competent with a lot of the, uh, pandemic response and other things. Well, so you can be good at Twitter be, and good at government. You can be good at Twitter. I thought, in America, you're either good at Twitter or good at government. You're not usually good at both. So <laughs> On I didn't both know. sides, by the way. <laughs> yes, it, exactly. No, I think he wants, I mean, he's very smart about how he has positioned human rights people, journalists. Uh, he wants everybody to hate them, you know? So mm. he, because the, anybody that talks, like he's not really open to criticism. <laughs> mm, seems so, uh, yeah, a little thin skin. So, so any, like at this point, um, he has done a really good job, at um, def defaming, I don't know, like, like, like independent journalists and human rights people and, and NGOs. I don't know how you, if you call them that. Yeah, yeah. So, so they are like, oh yeah, you're defending criminals. And I think, uh, I mean, I don't think they're defending criminals, you know, but, but they are just being, the, the, somebody has to do that. You know, somebody has to be like, okay, but you know, like, yeah. okay, but, but it's, it feels like there's no room for that anymore. Like you just have to say yes, yes, yes. Regardless of, yeah. of, of what happens. Um, yeah. Cause 12 years old seems young for just from my perspective to be, no, tried to as me, adult. unless you've killed somebody maybe, but you know, if anything else, just being in a gang but, is not, but you have to think like what life have you led to yeah. be a 12 year old exactly. person that has killed like is that 
I mean, is that really your fault? Yeah, of course. But what kind of country, like what kind, what, well, what do we need more? That's a good question. Like, and uh, we're, I think we're about done, but what would be, what's like a root? What's the root of all this? Like, is there a way to get at the root of the gangs and then to solve it from the inside out? Cause this is one, one way of solving it is arresting all the gang members. A different way, which is a lot harder and takes a lot more time and maybe takes like 20, 30, 50, I don't know how long, but is to like figure out the root problem and then go from there. What is it just that the economy or? It's, it's a mix. It's the fact that um, you can, like, I think one of the problems is, or one of the problems is immigration. Like so many people, they don't have, I, once I heard a psychologist say like, you don't have like you don't have a family so many people they don't have a family because their parents are in the u.s maybe one or two parents so you don't have a family and on top of that like there's no like you don't have a place to grow up and then the gangs become very like a place where you can be yourself and people love you i mean love you right yeah. uh people so that's how a lot of people turn like it's easy it's fun i mean and then you end up there. I don't know if we can solve, you would have to do a lot of work, like you yeah. say, like a lot of institutions, a lot of programs. And you kind of hear, like I haven't um, read about that a lot, but in Colombia or other places, when they talk about rehab, like a lot of things that if I don't think we're going to do here, I mean, I don't know. So I, like the root problem is is very hard. I, I don't know what it is. I mean... Uh so for now, this is might be the best move. Well, hopefully it gets clean. Hopefully in the next 30 days that they do end, they lift the, hopefully they get the job done and then go back to normal. I guess that's the best case scenario, right? Yes. And then make a TV show, The Wire, El Salvador. <laughs> there you that go. Sounds like a lot of material. That's it. <laughs> Gabby, cross. thank you so much uh, for doing the show. Gabby Rivera, how can people check out your comedy? And I know it's in, most of it's in Spanish, but we have Spanish speaker uh, well, listen. you can, um, you can, I have a few videos on YouTube. Gab, you can look like Gabby Rivera. I think it's the name of my channel. You can also find me on uh, Instagram. Also again, Gabby with an I. G-A-B-I. Um, and yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Kaplan. That is it. What should we do? I made it through the whole episode this time. So I can say, get lost. Get lost. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.